0: The following is a presentation of the Retro Network. Hot Tag the you! Hello everyone and welcome to another episode of the Hot Tag Show. Let's go through the whole spiel here. Hot Tag presented by The run and presented by The House Show, presented by the Retro Network. But really, a part of the Retro Network. I'm your host Kevin and with me today... We have another comic interview. This is exciting. This is very interesting. I'm going to learn a lot. You're going to learn a lot today. My guest today is comic writer. And well, we'll, I will explain it in a little bit, but he, he does a lot behind the scenes too, for comics for second site publishing. And I, I am not only excited but also exciting because writer for a really cool feature in exciting comics here, Peter, bro. Peter, welcome to the show.
1: Hi, welcome from the great white North.
0: Yep. For those of you in, and you might hear as the interview goes on, Peter is from Canada from New Brunswick, and he educated me as an ignorant American who does not remember his geography that was barely taught in school. <laughs> And 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 Peter, just warning, I'm one of the good Americans, so I don't oh. know.
1: <laughs> well, I, I, let's, uh, to be honest with you, I've never met a bad American. I've never met a bad anybody, to be truthful with you.
0: No, I, I mean, there's some on TV that you know you may have seen. Oh on yeah, yeah. Well, <laughs> I just
1: I just I turn the channel, right? I spend more time watching Netflix and Amazon, anyways, and I do really network television, right?
0: Well, since you're here, I'll, I'll go forward with that one, um, and then we can double back for your comic origins. But explain what exactly you do behind the scenes there for Second Sight Publishing. But Because between this job and your writing, and then you've been on other podcasts and, and panels for comic conventions and everything, I'm not sure when you're finding time to watch these shows. <laughs>
1: Well, uh, actually, um, and and uh, another thing is I'm a nurse, and I oh, worked uh, I worked 16-hour shifts, um, and with the pandemic, we've been uh, like right now things have slowed down quite a bit. But for for quite some time, it was uh, you know it was a little touch and go. Even even here in in, in Saint John, you know we're a, you know we're a decent-sized city, and like they, <laughs> you know like all vacations were canceled all all, uh, like, you know, days off type thing. And I was uh, really going straight for a while. So I didn't have much time to do much of anything. But things, thank God, things have slowed down here in New Brunswick quite a bit, right? We're very fortunate, you know, and and with the, you know, with the vaccines coming out and stuff, there's some light at the end of the tunnel. But for Second Sight Publishing, I'm the social media director for Second Sight Publishing. And basically you know uh my you know duties are to you know keep the the, the web page relevant keep the you know keep us in the in the headlines uh you know to uh talk to stores talk, uh like like talk to different creators and stuff like that um i also just uh, became editor for uh an anthology magazine that second Sight's going to be pushing out called quantum visions it's uh it's it's more of a fantasy sci-fi based anthology. It's kind of like heavy metal magazine. You know, it, it will will include western in there. No, not really any superhero or uh, or horror because we have other anthologies that uh, that cover those genres. Um, so you know, I'm I'm right now I'm I'm you know I'm looking through submissions and stuff like that, and I'm I'm uh, like updating web pages and talking on podcasts and. And, and, and getting our name out there and, and talking about the big new things that Second Sight Publishing has going on. Like, uh, you know, we, we promote ourselves as the, the future of indie comics. And, and you know, we're, we're, we, we try to strive every day to uh, live up to that handle. Um, I got some news that, you know, I want to I share with you about Second Sight. We just uh, signed with the Tygen Network and uh, Las Vegas John Maurice. Um, for uh, an animated series called Chess Masters that's going to be co-produced by our CEO, Bradley Golden, and our COO, Marcus Roberts. And uh, it's like the the whole Chess Masters was a comic book series that was created by the late... Um, oh, sorry, I got, uh, <laughs> you know, <clears throat> I got a little bit of a... Uh, uh, allergies going on there, by the late Gary McClendon, and he just recently passed away from COVID, so, and and uh, Bradley and Marcus and John Maurice are going to, uh, you know, um, help keep his legacy of Chess Masters alive with an animated series that should be coming out on Amazon Fire and Roku soon. And-
0: And that's I mean, geez, you've you've said so much. There's just things that I want more comics to do and even uh, not just comic publishers, but comic buyers and collectors and hobbyists and and the general public is to just keep some of this alive. There's so much amazing stuff that gets forgotten. And I don't know if it's because there's so much being published every week or Um, previous owners of intellectual property dropping the ball. But, you know, the people that might complain, oh, why is there yet another Spider-Man movie, yet another Batman movie, said because every kid needs their introduction to it. Ask a kid who the Phantom is or the Shadow is, and they don't know.
1: No, because they haven't kept them relevant.
0: Exactly. So you, in Second Sight, doing something like this, like Chess Masters, We'll keep that alive and keep it exactly. going, so it doesn't, you know, fall into the forgotten. And and cross your fingers, maybe someone decades from now rediscovers it, but you know the chances of that are slim.
1: And I, with the with the Chess Masters, uh, their the second site will be launching uh, Indiegogo and Face or Facebook, sorry, <laughs> Kickstarter campaign at, at the at, at the end of this month. And uh, you know it'll it'll help with the you know the costs of the animated series plus a, a new comic book series that will be coming out, a new chess masters comic book series. And the proceeds from the new chess masters comic book series will go to the family of 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 Gar- of um, Gary.
0: Is, is he doing everything right there? How many um, i I'm assuming a certain age here. For you and apologies but we only have to look at not that far ago the lessons of siegel and schuster having no money of you know kirby and ditko being left out off of royalties and some artists saying or creators saying now they're making more money from just getting a mention in a marvel cinematic movie than they made from their publishing combined <laughs> yeah yeah you know, that's so for really yeah. honor the family though is is just doing things right yeah
1: I, I follow rick veach on
0: uh on facebook and
1: he he had a post one time about you know about getting a royalty check from, from uh like the swamp thing um you know uh uh tv show from a character that he created back in the 80s right you know, and yeah, but I agree with you. So, uh, uh, you know, creators of Superman, they they had an awful rough time going, but I think it was a different world back then too. You know, not to defend D- DC Comics, but you know, they they in, you know they they signed a contract and they believed that you know this was enough, and and they did. I think if my history is correct on this, they did give pensions to the families, and they gave uh, you know they 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 paid for health care and stuff. Um, You know, Stan Lee, Kirby, Ditko, you know, like they, you know, to them, I think it was more of a job, you know, and they just went in, you know, they went to the bullpen in New York and they sat there and, you know, Kirby drew an enormous amount of work in a very short period of time. So Ditko and Stan Lee, I think everything Marvel in the, you know, in in most of the early 60s and maybe even till the early 70s was written by him you know and geez you'd think he got paid by the word because he you know (laughs) but like it's a different world now and and i think companies understand that you know that you know at one time they didn't have creator names on the covers of comic books you know and now they they tend to now give credit like you see the byline now created by you know superman created by batman created by you know and then it was batman Created by you know Bob Kane, and then it was Batman created by Bob Kane and Bill Finger, you know, and stuff like that. Where they th- th- these companies are now starting to recognize that you know that the creators are exceptionally important to their product, you know. And at well, Second Sight, you know, we we like we we're creator like the it, the good thing about Second Sight publishing is that uh, Bradley golden and marcus roberts and spike gerald and myself we are all comic book creators we are all comic book writers we are all comic book collectors we are all comic book you know um uh uh creators writers you know collectors readers you know so we we understand you know so we you know we're, we try to you know like uh um i'm um, Give that little extra to the creator. You know, we try to promote, you know, the creators as much as possible.
0: And uh, thankfully, yes, a lot of that stuff is in the past. But you as in Second Sight, as a caretaker of a project like this, uh, we don't have to look. We only have to look back a couple months to see Rob Liefeld losing young blood from yes. shady dealings. You yeah, so to be a, a more honorable publishing option here. you we well, we're, already... <laughs> we're,
1: we're, we're, creator focused. Like we like to call ourselves, you know, the second sight family, right? You know, we, 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 we try to live up to our, you know, our, our tagline of the future of indie comics. We're trying to do things right. We're trying to do things different. You know, we've all, we've all, uh, like worked as creators for other publishers. So we know what we would like to see. We know how we would like to be treated. So we try to create all of our, you know, creatives that way, you know?
0: Yeah. And sometimes it's an easy thing to say when you're not in the moment of it, but looking back on, on my own life and certain experiences, I do think there is a, realization sometimes of i had to go through something bad so i can be better for someone else later.
1: Oh, absolutely. And that's one of the things that we understand, and that's one of the things Bradley and Marcus understand. They're, you know, the CEO Bradley Golden and COO Marcus Roberts is that, you know, like i said, they, they are writers, they are creators. They 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 have dealt in this industry, so when they started up Second Sight Publishing, they wanted to start up a comic book company that was new and fresh and 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 you know listen to the independent voice you know like it, that is the future of of independent comics so they understand like the creative side of it too so they're not just corporates right they're not just oh we're look we're, we're money guys right we don't we don't understand the little guy no no they they understand like so second sight is geared towards the creatives we try to be you know uh, offer you know, like better incentives in than other people. And, and, you know, we try to market our product. We try to have, like, you know, like one of the things that we try to do now is 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 like, you know, uh, it, it's about relationships. We try to have relationships with our creators. We try to have relationships with the stores that that carry our products. And that's, that's very important. It, it's very important to have a relationship,
0: you know. Exactly. And... We've, we've been talking about Second Sight and, and nothing against them, of course, but we need to talk about Peter a bit, too, here.
1: Oh, yes, yes, yes. Thank
0: you. <laughs> <laughs> so how did you get into comics and, and the overall geek world as a child? And then how did that, wh- whether it's a linear story or, or two separate stories, how did that lead to you being a creator and being in the industry, going from fan to on the inside?
1: Well, um, for me, I've always enjoyed comic books. I have a twin brother named John and we, uh, when we were kids, <laughs> we were raised by our grandmother and when we would go camping or anywhere that so she could entertain us more with a, with a couple of pieces of paper and, and a couple of pencils than you could with anything else. Right. And, you know, we, we drew our own comics and wrote our own stuff and did whatever. And, and you know, one of our the things that my brother and I always talked about as kids was working for Marvel Comics, right? But back then, now, I'm, I'm dating myself. I just turned 56, uh, you know, a couple of weeks ago. So to work for Marvel Comics when I was in my, you know, early 20s, you would have to live in New York, right? And, and you know, the the, it, the Internet didn't exist. It did exist, but not in the way that that it exists now, you know? Um, so... You know, I I really never thought much about writing comics after I got into adult years and stuff, and I kind of put it on the back burner. Always always been a fan, always read them, you know, and always visited the local comic book shops and, you know, and, and checked out, you know, stuff online to see what was coming out, have, you know, followed my favorite writers and stuff. But about four years ago... Um, listened to the radio, CBC Radio, and uh, heard about this contest, about this character creation contest for the the Fundy Fan Fest, which is, uh, you know, for which is a uh, uh, for Saint John was its uh, its Comic Con, right? And uh, they they were looking for people to create a character that would be the mascot for the Fundy Fan Fest, and I'd never really created any characters before or done anything like that. You know, so I thought, okay, I'll just give it a try. So, you know, I met with, uh, you know, people from Bell Alliant and people from Heroes Beacon and people from the Funny Fan Fest and just kind of, you know, BS my way through it. Right. You know, what (laughs) I mean, like not really sure if I could do it, but just kind of talk like I knew what I was doing. And uh, so I I entered the contest and, and with with, of course, other people, too, wasn't just me and it was voted on by by the public and i won and i was like wow this is this is pretty cool eh like you know i gave me a little bit of confidence and then my wife said to me you know kelly she said well you know you you know you, you used to you used to write things at one time and, and what i wrote in the past was never anything that was ever published or like never ever comic book wise because i my my ambition or dream at you know when i was younger was always to be a comic book artist not a comic book writer and look if i had to draw a stick man to save my life i might as well go and buy coffin because i i don't have any skill whatsoever in in the whole art thing always been very very envious of people who do right so so i i just kind of thought okay well sure i'll you know i'll try this whole writing thing eh so you know i like i said i entered the contest and and i won it and i had to you know uh write something about the character and all that stuff and you know the, the the then so i said okay well maybe maybe there's something here so you know i i joined a local group here called the the Fundy comic art society that you know that and they're, they're local artists and stuff like that they get together you know once a month and talk about comic books and and about you know writing and art and all that so i joined and we did a local fan scene for the for the the saint john free library here as a fundraiser, and it was going to be sold at uh, uh, Fog City Comic Con. And I wrote a, a, a comic book story, and Monique McNaughton drew it about uh, Lord Greystoke visiting St. John in, in, in 1913 uh, and, and witnessing the, the building of the Reverse and Falls Bridge. Eh? And that story got the attention of the Edgar Rice Burroughs estate because Edgar Rice created created Tarzan of the Apes, right? And they actually contacted me and asked me if they could have some copies of the story to be archived in their archives in Tarzana, California, which was like, wow, right? And then, you know, CBC picked up on it and local newspapers picked up on it, and I just kind of went from there. So then I've had local people, you know, from Waterfront Studios and places like that you know asking me if i'd write comic books for them and then i you know i i had lucky comics which is a a very small independent uh comic book publisher asked me if i would uh write a beetle girl story for them that's their flagship character you know and then they asked me if i would take over a title called green giant and and so i started with them writing stuff for them and then you know uh I I, uh, met on the internet a guy named Bradley Golden, you know, uh, who, you know, like I said before, is the CEO of of Second Sight Publishing. But Bradley, a writer in his own regard and very good writer at that, very, you know, well respected and well published, asked me, you know, about writing for his anthology, Mississippi Zombie. So I wrote a story for that. And that's an ongoing storyline that's still continuing to this day. And then you know, I uh, next thing you know, I'm I'm co-writing for for Antarctic Press, and I'm writing for Caliber Comics, and then I'm writing for a <laughs> second Sight. And you know, I did Indie Wars last year, which was the big independent comics event of 2020 for Antarctic Press. I had a I had a, a comic involved with that. So, you know, it's just been uh, every year seems to, uh, you know, I did uh, San Diego Comic-Con last year as a panelist. I did uh, WonderCon this year as a panelist. I also write for uh, First Comic News, um, the the comic book news site. I have, a, you know, a, a, a column with them that, you know, I, 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 I do interviews and stuff like that. The so far, like, you know, I've I've been really, really enjoying this, you know, uh, I've got uh, like, you know, and now I'm editor for the Quantum Visions magazine. And, you know, it's uh, being an editor is a a little bit different than than being a writer, you know, and and I'm and uh, what I appreciate about being an editor is uh, I see it from the editorial side of the, you know, like I, I see how how, you know, like. When I was, uh, you know, I was new to, to, to writing comics and I would submit something to, you know, to an editor and, you know, it would be like, you know, a week later, I didn't hear anything two weeks later and I'd be like, oh, you know what I mean? And and not realizing as an editor myself now, <laughs> you know, like, you know, like it's uh, there's I, I get quite a few submissions and, you know, I look through all of them and, and I'm very grateful for what I get. but. You know i i have a, a new appreciation of, of of the time you know so like now if i was to submit to somebody i i understand that you know yeah i won't get an immediate response you know sometimes it might be two or three weeks you know i i understand how busy how busy they are now and i that was something i didn't appreciate because i was never on that end of things
0: uh geez there's a lot here um so, correct me if I'm wrong here. Uh, did you say this all just started four years ago?
1: Uh, it'll be four years in
0: May. Because that's crazy, and especially you know, as as we discuss, you have plenty of plates that you're spinning here. Yes. <laughs> um, I I just don't. Is it a, a time management thing that you're very good at? Is it uh, carving out little moments throughout the day to get stuff done? Uh, for me, I've noticed uh, thankfully my, my current day job is a regular schedule and, and that does help. But one of my biggest enemies, my you know, a, a self-created enemy of getting stuff done, is the draw of social media and the time yes. suck that it becomes. Oh. And I and I try so hard to try to limit myself, and then I'll get that little alert on my phone of here's how much time you spent online this week, and I just feel depressed about it. But then you helping uh, second sight there with the social media, then it's kind of part of your job to be on it too, even though it's yes. time suck. Like I'm I'm just amazed you're doing all of this. Well. I... <laughs>
1: I, I wish there was more I could do, like, like to, you know, to to apologize to all the second Sight fans out there. I wish there was more I could do, and I wish there was more I could update, and, you know, you, you know, I, I'm I'm doing the best I can with with, you know, um, I guess it's just yeah, time management skills. I write <laughs> comics too. I've been writing. I'm writing. Um, uh, a, a comic book called Sagittarius Shadow with John Apple. He's uh, he's the artist for it. It's a uh, it's an interesting take off the the Robin Hood mythos, and uh, you know it's, it takes place in actually in North America, right? It's it's uh, you know Robin Hood. Uh, you know he's he's part of the you know the Crusades, but instead of being with the the British, he's with Viking mercenaries, and they cross over. You know. They they leave the you know the 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 gory you know uh, battles of the Crusades for for adventure in the New World and they they land in North America where Robin Hood you know uh, like you know learns how to shoot the bow from from Native Americans and stuff. You know I thought it would be an interesting twist, right? So I'm I'm writing that at the moment with you know John Apple's doing a drawing. I've got like. I, I've got another one called Saw Wayne's Gate with Benito Tovar. It's a it's a Civil War uh, story which involves zombies. That's going to be coming out in uh, in the newest issue of Mississippi Zombie. I I have an ongoing storyline in Mississippi Zombie called all it's all about commerce and I'm co-writing it with my twin brother. And then there's I got another one called Carnus Nocturnus and it's a it's a World War One horror story which uh which i try to like i've already done a previous world war one horror story and i write them with my son at jaden bro and the, the first one we wrote involved uh a cast of characters canadian ones and they're all these are all people who actually were world war one veterans and and like they're family members so you know i i have permission to use them right and so they the first story arc, which has already been published by Harvest of Horrors, that comes out through Caliber Comics, involved uh, uh, like Dracula during World War One. Dracula is a mercenary for the Romanians, and and it's it's a pretty cool story. You should check it out. Uh, but there's another there's a part two to it of the on, ongoing storylines. it in, basically involves the same characters, uh, and this one here is is loosely based on fact. Uh, back in in 1917 in in the Belgium forests northern belgium actually uh they believe it or not they had to have a ceasefire between the 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 germans and and the french because of wolves because there were so many wolves were coming out of the forests and, and 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 killing soldiers that they actually stopped the war because of it so so the story starts out with that and 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 that's why the the you know the the, they have this little ceasefire right so you know the heroes the ones from the previous not feast storyline are 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 on a recon to find a new camp for for the for the canadian forces because theirs has been overrun by wolves and and you know there's this ceasefire so it, they end up, uh, you know, uh, running into uh, a camp of cannibals. And believe it or not, in World War One, there was actually a a a camp, like a, a roving band of cannibal soldiers, who were like going around and eating other soldiers and they were living in like this makeshift i've kind of changed some of it a little i've made it a little more horrific than that but that's horrific enough in itself and this is this is also a true story that there was these cannibals in the trenches of world war one that were that were preying on on the different soldiers so not only did you have wolves (laughs) coming out of the woods and you know this is something you think people are making it up no no this this really happened these wolves were coming out of the woods and they were killing the soldiers so that they had to they had to stop the war and then there was also cannibals that were going around eating the soldiers and 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 like you know these are things that you know weren't really talked much about but actually really happened Eh, you know uh so i've got a I've got a storyline about that, too. That's going to be coming out in the next issue of Harvest of Horrors. That's actually going to, you know, Second Sight Publishing, Calibre Comics. And then I have my own creator, own stuff. Uh, I have a character I created called Constantine Lazar. He's my homage to John Constantine. I'm a super, super, super geeky, nerdy, whatever (laughs) you want to call it john constantine fan eh i have all the comics i i i just like i i love that kind of character eh? so i created my own and he first appeared in indie wars the the big crossover event i was talking about earlier uh with with antarctic press and so now i'm i'm thinking of doing an ongoing thing with him myself you know so yeah i've got i've got a little bit of writing going on there and just uh, touch yeah <laughs> and and but then i've got the editing too i've got the the quantum visions and like i get submissions all the time i have got some really cool stuff that you know that i've seen like you know i can't talk much about about you know who's going to be in the first issue yet because i we haven't got it set up but i i tell you i've got some stuff from all over the world i got some really really outstanding stuff from from this uh team in in nigeria it's it's like i'd really love to to share about it but that that, that could be on another podcast because like you know it, nothing's been finalized yet but like the internet it it just it's it's amazing like the stuff that you know like like I get for submissions, the stuff that Second Sight gets for submissions, right? Like the internet has opened up the world. Like, like we've got like Second Sight itself. We we're publishing stuff from from like Hänu Kesola in 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 Sweden. I hope it's Sweden. Hänu, I'm sorry if it's if it's uh, you know if if it's Finland then then I'm really sorry, but I'm pretty sure he's Swedish. His 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 blood skulls in chrome is is a fantastic series. We have that coming out. We we we're, we've got stuff from creators from Italy. We've got stuff from creators from from South America. Uh, the these damn kids that Bradley and I did is coming out uh, soon. Um, it's another horror uh, uh, story arc. And and you know we we did that with uh, Helmet Racco out of the Philippines. It's like I'm really amazed at, at you know the 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 creators that are out there, the the content that's out there, you know, and it's 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 it just amazes me how much you know really 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 good stuff is available.
0: Well, and you're you're showing the importance of a good editor that is acting like a fan, a coach, a cheerleader for your own work as well. Um, I'm at the time of this recording, I'm working on a project for a magazine and I have a certain style that I got used to in my own writing, certain cadence where my breaks are um, punctuation issues, all of it, that the editor for this project will send me notes, but he's excited for what I wrote and said, this is great. This is good, but here's where you need to improve. And it, is helping me be better as opposed to we've seen editors and we've, se- we've had bosses and managers, all of us, that have a completely different attitude and it doesn't make you want to try. It doesn't make you want to work harder. It uh, it takes all your excitement away from it and becomes a drag and a chore and you just want it to be over.
1: Oh, absolutely. But, but you, see, that's what – sorry, go ahead.
0: No, I was saying you can hear the passion in your voice, and I know editors I've had to deal with – Uh, with the excitement and the passion the encouragement you're getting more out of it yes we all need to improve our work we should always continue to improve every uh, you know artist and writer that you or i look up to continues to improve as well but when you have someone above you pushing and encouraging it it just makes it that much more fun and you're that much more excited to do that improvement
1: and i think what makes second sight different is that like i I said earlier um you know we are all writers we all we're all creators you know so we understand you know and we're passionate about what we do and so we you know we want like there there's a saying here in saint john it's called a rising tide lifts all ships you know so the the more our creators rise up the more we rise up you know what I mean? So we're we're all in this together, you know, and, and 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 that's why I believe that second sight publishing is the future of indie comics, because we have that that mindset that we are all in this together. You know, that 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 from Bradley on down, like Bradley CEO, Marcus C O O, Spike art art director and all that, we, we all are creators, we all are writers, we all want to see each other succeed, because when one person does well, a rising tide lifts all ships, everybody does well, you know, there's, there's a humility in that, that we're, we're no better than the people who, you know, you, you know, because, you know, the publishers and all that, we're, we're not any better than the people who are submitting to us you know we are just as passionate about comics we're just as passionate about their stuff as we all are as we are ours right and that's one of the things we try to to push to the stores is that we are passionate about our product right we you know we you know yes we're indie comics and you know and 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 you know but you know some people may not have heard of us yet but they will you know um because we try to build relationships with stores. We try to, one of our creators uh, at one point was writing uh, handwritten letters uh, to all the comic book stores that, uh, you know, that uh, bought the, like that got comic books from second sight of his, right? You know, when we, we have that passion, we, we, we always try to have incentives for the stores. We try to, you know, build personal relationships with the stores and, you know uh, and and it's interesting that you know second sight we, we've got stores in australia picking us up we've got stores in poland picking us up the stores in italy picking us up I, I i can't think of too many places you know in the world that haven't picked up our our titles you know so it's 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 very humbling you know and 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 very flattering at the same time and you know we you know we we try to get our creators to uh, you know to be just as passionate about their projects too you know like uh, you know we're all we're family right so we try to you know nobody's any any better than anybody else right so you know we we try to have that passion and 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 about the product as, as much as we do about creating our own work
0: and you're you're showing in your own work and Second Sight how infinite comics can be. You can tell any story about anything at any time in this format. It is a format for story. It doesn't have to be pigeonholed. It doesn't have to fall into this category or that category. Uh, and also, like you're bringing up for to enjoy the industry and to make it more welcoming, there's a. a I saw some comic reviewers say it's gatekeeping versus the key master. Certain people, stores, companies, creators, everything, throw up walls and won't let people in unless you seem to, you know, be able to answer these riddles three about, <laughs> you know, nuances. Whereas others will say, "Welcome, come in. This is comics. We love it. We would like you to love it too. I don't care why you're here, what you saw on TV or in a movie or a toy that got you in the door. The point is you're here now. Absolutely. So let's open it up and do all we can." A, a, an example for me is I remember people at the comic store, and I was too young to be involved in the conversation. I was just overseeing it. There was only one person when I was growing up, child of the 80s that I am, that bought anything manga at all and had to have it special ordered. and everyone's like, oh, what is this? What's this weird stuff you're into? Uh, and I'm like, that's... He could have opened up a lot of eyes and opened up a world for it, but one of the things he always got in was ninja high school ninja high school is yes. my first time seeing anything manga stuff. in my life yeah it, when when it was still obscured called japanime which sounds horrible now yeah <laughs> you know.
1: yeah I did, but, I did i did i did a, uh, some projects with ben
0: I, I was gonna jump into something else you're doing for antarctic but we can talk about that first and then i'll come back no around. no
1: what's that what's that the antarctic stuff
0: all right so uh eventually you'll see the money somehow i'm not sure how it breaks down but i went through exciting comics yes in between our initial discussion and recording this podcast here you know our initial contact yeah uh so you're you're doing all the stuff that we've been talking about in this you have you're writing the story you're introducing or or kind of reintroducing in a way a forgotten character making it new and exciting, making it dramatic. I, I'm i wrapped up, imedi- or not wrapped up, I'm drawn into it immediately. And I'm thinking, okay, before you and I talking, I just wouldn't have known about this. And it's fantastic. And now I want to put the word out there for more people for it. <laughs> this should be enjoyed. So you're, uh, a character that you're writing in the exciting comics series from Antarctic Press, Ghost. Ghost, yes holy cow
1: <laughs> yeah yeah that, I, I, that's that series is done now yeah the, the, and our, the, the the exciting comics um that the, they're they're an anthology they showcase different different characters and different creative teams that the ghost story arc is done but it was a good story arc you know and 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 i introduced some some interesting characters in that you know i co-wrote it with bradley golden and, uh, you know, it. Uh, we, we kind of left it with a, with a little bit of a cliffhanger, people wanting more, right?
0: And, and I know how stuff like that works. Even if you did know either way, if there's more, you can't always say. So I'm not going to ask. But you, you're taking a Golden Age character there, updating it. I, I loved everything about it. Um, when Lady Claw showed up, I was thinking jeez you had to make yeah. me wait of course she couldn't be there from the beginning but man that was so cool
1: no it interestingly enough uh, it turns out that that's uh, that's uh, his girlfriend that he thought was uh, previously killed in a, in a massacre right because at the uh, you know the end of the first uh, story arc he's uh, you know he's he's on his knees with blackjack behind him and she's like it's a massacre and he's like no it's a message because he's you know he's 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 uh, you know flashbacking to when you know he's coming home to this birthday party and all of you know like his whole family and friends and and girlfriend were massacred and they were shaped into this uh, claw type shape right you know and the the purpose was to introduce uh, the the original claw that was Ghost's nemesis from back in the 40s right but a new 20 20 version of the claw right you know what i mean like you know that and uh then lady claw turns out to be his uh the ghost girlfriend who was actually taken by the talons of the claw to uh you know and then taught to be the claws master assassin so what better way to get back at the grandson of the original ghost than to take the girlfriend of of you know the your great grandson and train her to be your master assassin right you know and uh, he finds that out at the end of the second story arc and the third story arc is basically a little bit of an origin to uh lady claw and stuff i'm gonna i've got some some big things in the works with lady claw so uh just stay tuned <laughs> you know okay. um they they did ghost did reappear in in indie wars um with Constantine Lazar and Lady Claw and uh they there was there was some friction you know okay. like uh you know he's not too happy with her uh, I would get into the but I, I'll just yeah I, I'll leave it I'll leave it for now about some of the stuff that's coming up with Lady Claw um yeah exciting exciting comics was fun Antarctic was fun you know um uh I I tend to uh you know, um, I'll just I'll just leave it there. <laughs> <laughs> yeah.
0: go, uh, no, for, no, for... no spoilers. No, Nope. Spoilers. nope. For, for officially and, and for the general public, we'll leave it there. Absolutely. But unofficially, um, I get previews every month. You can just let me know what month I need to, you know, look into uh, a certain section in there get my (laughs) pre-ordering
1: yeah for sure for sure because there's some some like there's some things like lady claw like that the character of lady claw was uh i got a little bit of notice and and uh so i'm i'm working on something with lady claw and i'm working on something like 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 i said with constantine lazar like i i I featured lady claw and constantine lazar and ghost in the indie wars comic uh storyline now they were ghost and lady claw were just more like minor characters um the ninja high school characters were also involved in that you know so the whole premise of the 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 indie wars thing was the ninja high school characters meet up with this uh they're in like this interdimensional type place and they get this uh i can't remember if it's called the interdimensional egg or something and there's a creature called dk who's going around to different like comic book universes, indie comic book universes, and, uh, you know, making his presence felt so the different heroes of the different comic book universes would interact with the Ninja High School characters and, uh, you know, uh, go against uh, this this villain DK. So in the world that I created, uh, you know, Ghost, Ghost is in it and so is Lady Clyde, but they, they play more very minor roles. The Constantine Lazar tends to uh, play the the top role in it because it's more of a supernatural story but it was really fun Adam fields was the one who drew it and it was really fun getting to play around with uh, Ben Dunn's ninja high school characters I never thought I'd be, ever be able to do that because I was pretty familiar with Ben's work you know and and you know uh, always always followed it always really enjoyed it and never really thought I'd Never get a chance to play around with any of his characters, but I did, and it, it was it was flattering.
0: Well, and and that's a good that's a good segue into a uh, question I wanted to ask here. So you being relatively new to it yes. to comics overall, uh, a fan first, very into it, and and look at the sandbox you've already been able to play in, and will be even more in the future. Is there anything where maybe you feel like nervous about it for for taking someone else's characters worried about failure of of doubting yourself of anything like that because i know for myself aspiring to do things and a lot of people listening to this we have creators up on a pedestal of yes. oh you're perfect you always you never worry about a deadline everything's perfect in the first draft you had confidence the whole way and i've done enough to know that's not true (laughs) for any of us but has there been a moment especially with with playing with all these characters or these different projects where you did get scared or 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 had some doubt or wasn't sure that you should be allowed in there
1: well, you know, as an artist, right, you know, I, I've heard this thing before many times, like, as an artist, we're perfectionists, right? And we never like our finished product. Every time I, I go reread something I wrote, I'm, I'm either, wow, that's really good, or I'm like, oh, my God, I can't believe they actually published that, right? You know, because uh, I guess, but, you know, one of the things that I have learned that, that I find very important is I don't take it personally, Right. You know, I don't if if an editor does reject my stuff or if if, you know, something, you know, I, I just don't take it. I don't take it personally. Right. It, it You know, like I, I there are things that I do need to learn how to do. Like, you know, sometimes my grammar is uh, a little off. Sometimes my pacing in, in stories is a lot. There's there's things that, that I'm learning as I go along. But one of the good things about having like the internet is that there's all kinds of groups that you can join like there's there's like unbelievable amount of independent comic book groups there's uh, comic book writer groups i know that i talk with bradley i talk with marcus i talk with other people all the time we we network with each other we help each other like bradley golden like you know i can't i can't say enough about bradley and marcus like bradley my start was because basically because of Bradley, like I, I like, you know, I had some stuff under my belt, like I had Starbolt and I had like the, the Edgar Rice Burroughs stuff and I had the, you know, other things, but you know, Bradley opened doors for me. Bradley, he took a chance on me, you know, a new, uh, you know, a novice writer, you know, he, I, I remember sending stuff to him and, you know, and, and not hearing back from him for a while. And then, you know, contacting him and and really like you know kind of worried like ah uh, you know and he's like you know it I read it it's different I'm like ah oh, what does different mean right to myself right and he says no no I like different I like different right and, and and I'm like I'm with Bradley on that I I like different too you know what I mean like you know I, I don't like the same old cookie cutter storyline you know like I I like stuff to be you know little twists in here and twists in there and that's how I try to write and that's what I like to look for when as an editor but like back to Bradley and Marcus like you know they they really really helped me right you know Bradley opened doors for me you know helped me along the way Marcus helped me along the way Spike Spike has been you know he's helped me like everybody at second sight like you know I have questions I I ask them if, if they if they don't know, they'll find out for me. Right. And and we try to like, like like I said, a rising tide lifts all ships. Right. We try to help each other. We try to help each other as 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 a company and we try to help each other as creatives. And, and you know, we really try to push. You know, uh, like, you know, that we are, like, the future of independent comics. We will be doing things differently. You know, we, we, we take all our all our comics seriously, all our creatives seriously. You know, we're, we're about creating the best pro- product that, that, you know, we can create, you know. Um, and so I, I take that to heart myself as a writer and as an editor, you know, I try to put my best effort in. And you know, yeah, yeah. There are times where you know I I am a little apprehensive about about stuff, you know. And there's there's a few rewrites that that you know that that happen, you know. But sometimes you know it just flows out too. Like I remember reading something, you know, years ago, and maybe maybe I made it up, but uh, it was about Robert E. Howard, uh, creator of Conan the Barbarian, and he said that. The stories just flowed out of him. He said it was like I'm sitting at a campfire and Conan is sitting beside me telling me these stories. And I never forgot that. eh? And like I've, I've, you know, I've told people like, you know, sometimes it just flows out, you know. And it just it's there. It's like the story has like it's been waiting for me. I can see the panels in my mind how I want everything to look and I wish I could draw because I'd be drawing them too but how I want everything to look and I can see the pacing and I can see what's coming next and 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 you know the setup for the splash page and and all of that stuff and and you know it's just and then some days some days it's just like I'm I'm good if I write two words I guess it's about being in the zone. Right. But yeah, like there's there's some sometimes there's some apprehension. Sometimes there's there's a lot of wow, that was really cool. You know, where did that come from?
0: I I had a I had a friend recently ask me what the point of me doing it all is, you know, podcasts and writing and everything. I said it boils down to I want there to be something I created left behind when I'm gone. I wanted to show that I was here and I did something you already in the short time for writing have that, especially with, as you point out your gray stroke storyline story there, yeah. Th- that's going to be archived forever. You yes. already have like, that's incredible. What would you say your own, and, and I'll, I'll close up with this one um, before we run through uh you know, your your self-hype list, I'll call it. But what would you say your own goal is here? Like whether it's a goal later this year or, or in the future for it, what do you want from your writing and editing in the future?
1: For, as an editor, I would like to like help create the best anthology that I can. You know, I'd like to create something that when people are done reading it, they're like, ah, wow, this was a fantastic experience, right? I want to make it an experience, not just a, you know, like I have read comics in the past where it's like, oh, my God, I can't get through this, right? Like I was a super big fan of Robert Jordan, the, the writer, and, uh, you know, like, but I remember reading a prologue of his, and, and I was tired when I was done, you know, and, and I don't I don't want a comic book or to help create a comic book where the reader at the end is like, oh my God, I'm tired. (laughs) This, this was a chore to get through this. Right. I, I I like fun stories. I like intriguing stories. I like stories with twists in them. I like stories where it's like, wow, I never seen that coming. Cause you know, you're watching a show and you're like, uh, you know, when you can, when you can, when you figure out the plot line, it's it's like okay, maybe a, <laughs> back when the Fifth Sense came out, remember it was called the Fifth Sense or the Sixth Sense? It was a Bruce Willis movie. Sixth Sense. Yep. Sixth Sense. It was about ghosts, okay? And everybody at work's going, oh, you got to see this movie, you got to see this movie. Such a twist at the end, such a twist at the end. You'll never get it, you'll never get it, eh? Well, I figured it out within the first ten minutes of the movie that he was the ghost. I said, well, it's obvious he's the ghost right and see I don't like that (laughs) you know what I mean that's why personally that's that's what I look for in my own writing and that's personally what that's what I look for in when I'm trying to put together stuff is that I want that kind of stuff where you don't see it coming it comes right out of left field right and and a little bit of realism too you know like I'm a, a big George R. R. Martin fan, too. Like, I, I wish his books would come out a little quicker than they do, but, you know, you know, like, I've only been waiting, like, uh, 11 years, I think, for the, the this one here, the newest one. But, like, one of the things I admired about his writing was that there was a lot of gray, you know? He's a hero, but no, maybe he's a villain. No, well, no, maybe he's a hero. Well, no, and everybody seemed to have... A little bit of roundness to their characters they weren't really there wasn't a whole lot of cookie cutter in there right like you know like you know you get the greatest knight of the of the seven kingdoms and they they cut his hand off and you get the you know the the, the you know Tyrion Lannister and then you've got Tywin Lannister which was my favorite character and then you've got you know stuff like this right you know like and all the characters you liked and all the characters you tended to hate and you know and and that that's good writing you know what I mean? Like, you know, let's, you know, the, the show could have been better, personally. You know, that's a whole podcast in itself. But, you know, that's, that's what I try to, for myself, personally, that's what I try to strive for in my own writing, is to have characters that have a little bit of roundness to them, that have flaws, right? That, I think that's the thing that Stan Lee did so famously, with when he created the marvel age of comics was the tragic flaw right you know like batman had some but i know the batman in the 50s and superman in the 50s and stuff they're more cartoonish than they were anything else right you know but stan lee he had the you know the teenager with the you know he can't get a date and he doesn't know where he's going to get any money and he's living with his aunt she doesn't know how to get any money he's got this power but he doesn't know what to do with it and and you know that that people can relate to that right they can relate to the 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 you know the ordinariness of life you know i guess or whatever and the well-roundedness of life because we all understand what it's like you know and and he put that in his characters and and i hope that you know i do the same with my characters and at second sight we we try to do the same thing with with the stuff we publish we try to publish unique interesting you know uh uh like you know out of the ordinary comic series and and we do we have some really amazing stuff that 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 we have coming out you know and you know when i get a chance i'll 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 plug what's coming out
0: i have no problem with that you're you're educating me with everything you've been discussing on this well i I, i'm glad that you reached out to start this and you know sometimes you you appear on someone's show or or guest or whatever and that's the last you see or hear from them but i, I don't think we're getting rid of each other
1: no absolutely <laughs> not <laughs> <laughs> so like I'll, I'll give us a little plug to second sight for what we got coming out like we have comic books and i'll apologize to all of our fans out there i know they were supposed to be out the first week of march but you know diamond you know, in in you know, there there's some been some problems with diamond shipping. It has nothing to do with us. It has to do with them, and you know, the, diamond has apologized to us for it. But you know, like there's still there was still a delay, right? So you had people who were expecting things, and you know, they didn't show up. But but now now uh, when is this going to air? This this podcast.
0: This is currently scheduled for. March 29th. Okay. But, if you, but so, if you want to hype something, I can do the 5th.
1: Okay. Well, well, what, what I'm saying is, is as of March 17th, which is tomorrow, for me, like as of March 17th, uh, Leave on the Lights trade paperback will be coming out. And it'll be available in stores everywhere from Second Site Publishing, originally published by Antarctic Press uh, as Leave on the Lights by Bradley Golden. And and you know it was a it was a a, a hit horror comic with Antarctic Press. It's going to be a hit trade paperback with uh, with Second Sight Publishing. It, it's done. The art is amazing. The storyline is phenomenal. You know it's Bradley Golden at his best. You know he's a horror writer at heart. You know, and that's that's coming out on March seventeenth. And then March twenty fourth we have the Edge. Marvin wins Edge. It's a homage to nineties uh, comics. Um, Fantastic series, fantastic art, fantastic characters. Like I was talking about before, well-rounded characters, you know, well, well, well done as far as writing goes, you know, and, and stuff like that. You can't, you, you can't ask for any better. Like the Edge is, is phenomenal stuff. I've read it. I, I wouldn't say it if I didn't believe it. Uh, we have Lady Freedom coming out at the same time. Lady Freedom number one. Uh, Spike Gerald is the artist. Art Belfield is uh, is the writer. And it's it's a very unique take on uh, on on like a Captain America type hero. It's 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 female. She's a female Native American who uh, you know gets these gets like the super soldier type uh, powers. And you know it's it's a it's a very interesting twist. It's a very cool story you know there's some really cool uh uh uh, variant covers there's a Strenko homage there's uh, ben dunn's doing a cover for issue two and and uh then we got uh, aaron pohara's uh book of lyaxia is coming out number one at the same time that's a really really cool series it's it's a fantasy series um you know it, it involves like uh you know different greek gods and stuff it's very very well done the art is phenomenal the story is amazing you know and it's not it's not your you know fairy tale <laughs> you know greek god stuff this is this is aaron at his best writing eh and then so april we have uh freak show night coming out by jonathan hendrick and jonathan you know is is really really burning it up right now he's got uh, i don't know if you've read
0: the recount i did read the recount
1: yeah, well Jonathan Hedricks uh, the guy that read the recount he's doing a, a, a comic book for us called Freak Show Night it's uh, it's it's done and, and I hope I don't mispronounce Stefano Cardicelli's last name but he's Cardicelli is the artist on it and he's got really unique artists really unique uh, take on on zombies in, in that we've got Carla Nappi's duplicate I don't know if you've heard of the duplicate it's a uh, it's it's a sci-fi thriller it's uh it's it's uh, pretty prophetic you know it's a it this was written before the pandemic but it's uh, it's basically about a pandemic you know so it's uh, you know and and the writing's top-notch phenomenal it's uh it's got an amazing storyline to it it's it's got twists and turns in it uh, carla's a, a fantastic writer you know she she's written for television and and disney uh, then we have uh, Chess, which is uh, Alfred Page, and uh, Blowtorch, which is one of the characters from Chess. Um, he's got his own standalone uh, comic coming out. There, those series are both coming out also in April. Um, Chess is Chess is also a homage to the '90s action. It's uh, it's a really cool take on. Like you know, they're they're a covert action team. You know, it's uh, Alfred's uh, on his game with that, and he's on his game with uh, with Blowtorch too. The art the art's phenomenal. The cover arts are really phenomenal. You know, those are all coming in stores in in the next two months. We have a lot of stuff coming up in the future. I mean, a lot of stuff. Like Second Sight is on fire. We've been signing contracts with a lot of people. You know, Sebastian Suarez signed a contract with us. Hannibal Taboo has just signed with us you know we've got stuff like from hanu kasola uh like i said i he's either out of sweden or finland you know we we, we're doing his blood blood uh, skulls and chrome series it's it's amazing it's already been picked up to be a movie you know um so we we've got a lot of stuff in the works coming up if you you know keep an eye on our our facebook page keep an eye on uh, you know the second site web page itself and you'll see you know all the all the amazing things that 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 are coming here in the future and you know i i i've got stuff that i'm doing myself like i said you know we've i've got the quantum visions you know anthology that i'm always looking for submissions for you know if people want to submit you know you can uh, you can you can uh, contact me on on facebook through messenger and and I'll, i'll give you the email for it you know i'm looking for 12 to you know, 16-page, complete um, color stories. Uh, uh, I love reading superhero. I love reading horror. But this anthology is not, not for superhero or horror. It's more fantasy, sci-fi, western. Uh, I got some, like I said, <laughs> I was telling you earlier, I got some amazing, amazing people submitting to it. You know, I, I can't wait to, for issue one to come out. when, And that will be through Calibre Comics. I have my own stuff, like I said, I've got the Carnus Nocturnus with, that that's co-written with my son Jaden. He's a I I got Jaden to help me write it because he's a World War One like expert, basically, right? You know, like <laughs> it's funny I'll I'll uh, you know I'll, I'll I'll let him look at a panel of with that 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 Brian has drawn, and, and Jaden will say, well, you know that the helmet should kind of be different, right? They didn't really wear helmets like that, so he's like he's my creative consultant on it plus he he comes up with some really good ideas and he knows a lot about the vernacular of the time and the the look of the time and he's the one that told me about the you know about the 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 thing about the wolves and the thing about the cannibals so you know these are things I I didn't even know had happened but they're they're true events on and then you know I've got the like like I said I got the Constantine Lazar stuff coming out and I've got you know some Lady Claw in the works I've got Saw Wayne's Gate with Benito Tovar, and I've got uh, the All About Commerce storyline that from Mississippi Zombie that's, that Mississippi Zombie 3 should be coming out soon. I think April's previews will have something about it. Um, I know that Second Sight is doing a signing too. I'd like to give a little plug to that. Second Sight is doing a signing at Emerald City Comics in Florida on the 27th of March. Uh, Alfred Page is going to be there signing some of his chess stuff. Um, Spike Gerald's going to be there signing for uh, Lady Freedom stuff. And Aaron Pohar is going to be there doing stuff with uh, books of Lyaxia. I'm pretty sure you'll be able to pick up like stuff from, from The Edge and stuff from... Um, you know other comics and stuff that are available through through Second Sight too. Uh, as of right now, I'm I'm I think those are the only three that are going to be there. Bradley or sorry, Marcus might be making an appearance too, but I'm not 100% sure. I don't want to say he's going to be there and he's not. So you know, but that that's that's an event coming up. You know, uh, so all you Floridians, if you you know. You know, want to do something exciting and cool on the 27th of March? You know, go to, uh, you know, go to Emerald City Comics and get a signed comic book. You know. Okay. And, and and I always have this disclaimer: if I have forgotten about anybody or butchered <laughs> anybody's name, like by pronouncing it wrong or forgotten about any project or forgotten to mention. You know something or, or somebody you know it, it's it's never on purpose right you know sometimes i i get rambling on and, and you know and and, and like a, when i when i do these things i, I do have an agenda at mind but you know when sometimes when i get talking i get you know off on a little side note and i i, I forget to mention something but i'm, I'm pretty sure i've i've mentioned it. so if i've forgotten to mention somebody or forgotten to mention about a project or forgotten to say, well, you know, I I I wrote this or I wrote that with this person or that. I, I'm, it's 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 all been, you know, done, you know, without malice, <laughs> for a lack of better words to come up with.
0: You know what I mean? I mean, you you just had a couple things to mention. I think anyone could forgive you if you forgot one or two in there. Yeah. Do you have a uh, preferred go-to if anyone does want to follow you or contact you or anything? A preferred social media or well, way you of can, getting a hold of you?
1: Oh, absolutely. Like, I do have a Facebook page, and I do have a Facebook page, Peter Bro, uh, Freelance Writer. So you can go to either one of those. You can go to the Second Sight uh, Facebook page, or you can go to the Second Sight. Uh, like, we have uh, SecondSight.com. You know my own personal email address. You know, uh, you, you want that for submissions? Just message me. You know, and 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 I'll gl- I'll gladly give it to you. I'm I'm taking submissions, like I said, for for uh um for the anthology. But I also I I've taken submissions for Second Sight too. Like like I've had people send me. Like you know, I'm not the person who the submissions go to. That's you know. That, that's more spike and and marcus and bradley but i have had people send me submissions and some of them have been successful like you know we just signed a couple of contracts recently of submissions that people had submitted to me and i'd looked it over and said wow this stuff is amazing you know and 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 then you know forwarded off to marcus and marcus like wow this stuff is amazing and then you know they would uh you know, they, they they would contact the person and tell them, look, hey, you know, we're, you know, you know, we'd love to have you on board. Your stuff is is super cool. And, you know, all, everybody who submits to Second Sight, we do take seriously. We look at all submissions, right? And sometimes we don't get back immediately on our Facebook or on our messenger or or even by mail. But we do, everybody, we take all all creative seriously. Because like I said, and I know I've said this, you know, a hundred times in the past, like, we're all writers ourselves and we're all creators ourselves and we're all you know so so we understand what it's like to be on the other end waiting for a response you know and, and and so we we do respond to everybody and we do take all submissions seriously and you know and 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 you know sorry to say some of them just you know they don't make it through but it doesn't mean that that you know they shouldn't retry You know, like, you know, maybe maybe there's something small, like, you know, if if, like for the anthology I'm doing, I'm I'm looking for color complete stories. So if you send something black and white and it's really, really cool and I love it, I I, sorry, but I can't put it in a color magazine, right? You know what I mean? I'd love to. And and you know, if it's horror or whatever, I'll forward it off to somebody that that does the black and white, but you know, so, you know, we we try to do our best and we, we, you know, we try to, you know, work hard for all the people out there that, uh, you know, that submit to us and, and, and fans like we got to really, really, really thank the fans. because eh? Like, you know, like you hear it all the time, you know, like the fans are the most important people, but they are, you know, without people coming into the shops and actually asking about our comics or purchasing our comics or purchasing my comics that I write or whatever, then, you know, the, the, that that's the backbone of the whole industry is 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 the fan. Right.
0: Exactly. Need someone to come in and get all this stuff.
1: <laughs> oh, absolutely. Right.
0: You know. And, and granted, though, I mean, uh, I enjoy my creative outlets and even if no one was paying attention to it, I'd still do it because I enjoy it. But once you add in the publishing costs and stuff, yeah, you kind of want a couple people to <laughs> purchase it.
1: Yeah, yeah, that that it helps. <laughs> it helps, right? No, with myself personally, right? You know, like I think the biggest push was the fact that you know that you know I had I had local help, right? You know, I had local help from a you know a couple Jimmy Hashie and people like that who were local people that had been doing comics, independent comic books, you know, self-published and stuff for for a long time, and they, they, you know, they took a chance on me, right? And, you know, they seen something I, I didn't see, like, you know, like Heroes Beacon and, and, and Alliant and with the Fundy Fan Fest and stuff. And then, and then with Bradley, with, the, you know, the Mississippi Zombie, they, these people seen something in me I didn't see myself. And if it wasn't for people like Bradley and Marcus and Spike and them that, you know, helped cultivate the, the creativity of the comics, or maybe I wouldn't be doing the you know, the, the more of the business end of it too, right? You know, so it's nice to have people who, who believe in you and people who, you know, believe in themselves enough to help others, right? You know, because you don't believe in yourself. You're not going to believe in anybody else either.
0: No, and and no one from, you know, entry-level person trying out like myself to you to anyone that, you know, we look up to did it all on their own. Not, no none of that absolutely happened in no. a vacuum.
1: No, everybody everybody has somebody help them, right? And 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 the ones who continue are like you can't keep it if you don't give it away, right? You know, so you have to, you know, you gotta you gotta keep sharing. That's why I, I like doing podcasts. That's why I like doing panels. That's why like I like whenever whenever we're allowed to have these uh, comic cons again, you know, in, in in the province I live in, right? And you know I like I like going and doing like last year one of the big uh, bummers of there was a lot of things in 2020 that were you know like but one of the things for me personally was I was invited to be a guest at the East Coast Comic Expo, which is the big one for us, right? Like for Maritime. Canada, it's 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 the big dog, right? And I was really flattered and honored. Like, I'm like, oh, my God, I can't believe these people even know who I am, right? You know, they have big names there, like Nick Bradshaw goes there and, and Ed Brisson and, you know, and 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 people like that. You know, Jim Zub's been there and, like, I can name the names, right? Jed McKay and Giselle Agassi and whatever. And I'm like, oh, my God, I'm going to be in the same playground with these people, right? And then they canceled it. And I'm like, oh my god! And then I'm like, you know, of course that that little thing in your mind always goes, oh my god, they'll never invite me again. That was my only chance, you know. But I, I don't know, who knows, right? But, you know, I was I was really flattered and honored that they even they even noticed who I was, right? To be in the same with people who are like, you know, like Bradshaw, like he's 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 drawn for everybody, Marvel, DC image. You know, he, he, he's one of the top artists in the world. You've got, like, Ed Brisson, who's, you know, wrote X-Men and and Jed McKay, da- Daredevil, and, and that new Taskmaster series, which is fantastic, and stuff like that. And I'm going to be, you know, in the same, you know, the same con as a guest with them, right? You know, was, it was was pretty flattering. So hopefully, hopefully, and I got my fingers crossed right here, like, hopefully the, the guest list for the next ECCE will be the same as the list of the one that canceled, right? <laughs> you know what I mean, that's my wish for 2022 or <laughs> late 2021, right? You know, but you never know. You never know.
0: True. I feel we're already getting towards a better place than when it started. Slow oh, going, but getting there.
1: <laughs> I'll wear a mask. You know, I'll sit oh, there. with yeah. a Mask at a con? Why not? You know
0: i'll I'll probably end up carrying one around the rest of my life after this
1: I think that's I think it's a new normal now, right? I think we're gonna but you know like this is a side note, you know, and it has nothing to do with comic books, but you know i I always i I, I just kind of laugh about this when you you know and and not to knock any stores or anything like that but You know, when when they say to me, well, you know, we've been doing extra cleaning. I'm like, well, you know, maybe you should have always been doing extra cleaning. Right.
0: Yeah.
1: You know, and and, you know, maybe maybe stores should have always had hand sanitizer before you went in. Maybe the staff, maybe especially if it's a restaurant, maybe they should have always been washing their hands. Right. You know, like. Like, you know, a story a, a, a company tells you, well, you know, our, st- our staff is washing their hands more. I'm like, well, you know, it's a restaurant. Maybe you should have always been washing your hands. But that's just me and my weird sense of humor, right? So there's going to be some good things coming out of this, right? Like, you know, like the flu is almost non-existent right now. So something's working,
0: right? And I've had plenty of family members that get the flu every year saying, I didn't get it this year probably because of wearing masks. Yeah, you think? Yeah. Yeah, and your, yeah. your your restaurant line there, we had a local one say, uh, we're now cleaning daily. <laughs> Everyone yeah. said, how, how often were you cleaning beforehand?
1: <laughs> no, no, exactly. See, you get my point. It's oh, like when, yeah.
0: when I see a sign that
1: says that, I'm like, wait a minute here. What do you mean you're cleaning more? You should have always been cleaning more. You're a restaurant, you know whatever i being in healthcare like uh, you know we, we you know we're always washing our hands we're always wearing gloves. we're always wearing masks right i, I always wore a mask so wearing a mask now is no big deal i, I always did it anyways right you know it was, it was part of my job and you know we were we're trained to deal with 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 pandemics we the funny thing is is for for years and years like i've been, been in the nursing field for 20 years right and and so for years and 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 Kelly my wife's Father would talk about this, too, because he, he worked at the, at the hospital. He was a biomedical engineer for a long time. And But long story short, uh, he would always – we were always planning for a pandemic. There was always the next pandemic coming. So we were always ready for it, the the, the healthcare system, right? It's just the, the average population wasn't. We were always ready for it. We always knew something was coming, right? And we always had, like, equipment. And we always had – you know, and I know the media went crazy with stuff at one point about lack of equipment and whatever. You know, here in Canada, we've, uh, we 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 fared it quite well. You know, our healthcare system was set up pretty good. Right. You know, um, I know here where I live, I can talk personally about it. our healthcare system is set up really well. We, we did. We weathered this very, very well. Right. You know, some other places and I feel really sorry for them. Some other places didn't. But we, we got lucky here. Uh, I don't, yeah, maybe lucky is not the right word, but we, we weathered it well.
0: Yeah, we had we, we had a couple bumps, I'll say. <laughs> yeah. yeah, well, you're in New York, right? <laughs> I'm in New York, yeah.
1: Yeah, yeah, okay, yeah, there's, yeah, 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 there's some bumps, yeah, for sure. <laughs> you know, you guys got hit pretty hard, right? You know, yeah. You know, some, you know, there, there's a lot of American cities, and I know here in Canada, like Toronto, Montreal, you know, uh, uh, Vancouver, like the bigger, bigger cities, like the, you know, the, the million, two million, three million plus, they they got hammered, right? We're, I'm we're fortunate. I live in a uh, uh, like New Brunswick, we a a smaller province, you know, in in uh, northern country. So you know, we uh, we we fared quite well. It, it didn't mean we. I wasn't busy, and 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 like you know, it wasn't something that we. You know we were very vigilant and very serious about but you know comparatively to you know some of the other places you know like even some of the european cities no we we did well here we did well you know we, we we're we're blessed
0: well and, and speaking of faring well peter i think this interview went very well i'm very excited to have people listen to it uh, i know i learned a lot i feel like you educated me for the last hour or so here for it. Um and at any time if you got an update for me, you have my information now. We can talk, we can set something up, or or if I will just read it for my own enjoyment as well. Absolutely. When stuff goes up. No, this um, is
1: fantastic, man. You you're a great host. Thank you. Know? you. Yeah. You you got you know, yeah, yeah I think you're cut out for it.
0: Ho- hopefully <laughs> yeah. it's part of the goal here and for any of you listening that want to hear more or see more of my stuff this is presented overall by the retro network uh there is a new podcast every day on topics like comic books wrestling pop culture retro movies all of it you can follow my own stuff my personal blog is maskedlibrary.com and at masked across all of the social media usually concentrating on the aforementioned comics. I do a lot of wrestling stuff, uh, random pop culture books, every, all sorts of fun things like that. And don't be shocked if you hear Peter again on one of these. Thank you all so much for listening, and we'll see you again on the next episode.
1: This has been a presentation of the Retro Network.